Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to episode two of the Believe in Turkey podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. The number one podcast network for professionals. My name is Vinny Hardy. We're going to have fun on this episode just like we did in episode one. We'll talk about Kentucky's new big man. We'll talk about some more shade that came from unexpected sources. And a couple of Yahtzees for the football team. If you enjoyed episode one, definitely appreciate it. Got a lot of good feedback, a lot of good responses. Definitely hope you enjoy episode two as well. And you can always make sure the show is available to you by going to iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or Stitcher. You can follow or subscribe on any of those platforms. Go to iTunes, make sure you get a show a five-star rating. That'll just help us continue to grow. You can go straight to the site, Believe.com, B-L-E-A-V.com, or follow at Believe Podcast. You can follow me personally on Twitter, at Vinny Hardy, Vinny with a Y, Hardy with a Y. So uh, definitely thank y'all for taking out the time to check us out and continue to roll with us going forward. Olivier Saar, let's jump right to it. Kentucky got themselves a big man last week. Remember what we were talking about? No need to panic. You know, we we, we know the roster was thin. There, there weren't any bigs. Everybody was 6'7", for the most part, and you had a bunch of guards. There's no bulk, no size, no rim protection. Matt Harms, nope. Wasn't a fit, didn't work. He moved on. Marco Santos Silva, everybody was like, okay, he's the next one. Nope, he moved on, went elsewhere. So, and we talked last week in episode one. It could be a kid we don't even know. A scenario could play out. Don't even know what's going to happen. But at some point, the puzzle is going to be complete. Uh, big will be on the roster. We saw it with Reed Travis. We saw it with Nate Sestina. And those guys were added later in the year, in the calendar year, than now. You know, we're here at the first part of May. And last week... We had no idea what the deal was with Olivier Saar. Had no idea with him even being on Kentucky's radar. He had no idea he was going to be on Kentucky's radar. Doing his thing uh, at Wake Forest, he's kind of gotten better each and every year. This last year was his third year. So we all saw what kind of happened with Nick Richards in his third year. Boom. All the hard work pays off. You know, It clicks for him. Starts to see results on the court. Olivier Saar is down there in Winston-Salem playing for Danny Manning. They're not doing very good. Danny Manning is fired. And so he is 
committed to returning for a senior season, and then his coach gets fired. Danny Manning had convinced him to return. You know, he was going to go pro. Danny Manning's like, yo, come on back. He's like, yeah, I'll do that. You know, you're my guy. I've been playing for you all these years. And then Danny Manning gets fired. So now he's kind of up the creek without a paddle, as the old folks like to say. And he decides to transfer. He doesn't want to have to have a new coach come in. The team's not very good. We'll get to the new coach in a minute as well, because that's part of the second topic about that unexpected shade from an unexpected source. But Danny Manning is out of the picture, and, and Olivier Saar is kind of like, what you know, What do I do? Where do I turn? He ends up putting his name in the transfer portal. Kentucky, of course, is interested, and he makes it official. We saw the tweet, the goodbye to Wake Forest, the BBN. I'm excited to get started. Now, for me personally, Danny Manning, I remember him at Kansas. I was what, 10 when he won the title in 88. Amazing college player. Watched him sit there and beat Stacey King in Oklahoma. Danny in the Mannings, he was like the dude on that team. Took down Oklahoma for Larry Brown in Kansas. Went on to have a nice, decent NBA career. You know, And none of this is Danny Manning's fault. Even this rant isn't Danny Manning's fault. It's just... It is what it is. It was what it was. But growing up, I was a huge Atlanta Hawks fan. I mentioned TBS and the Braves last week. You know, I was was that 80s kid. Grew up on TBS and Dale Murphy, TBS and Dominique Wilkins. I was a Braves fan. I was a Hawks fan. Now, the Hawks had Dominique Wilkins and no legit Scottie Pippen for him. You know, everybody watching The Last Dance, we're seeing about Jordan and Pippen. Uh, reminiscing about how uh, awesome of a duo they were. Dominique Wilkins never had a Scottie Pippen. So in the best season team-wise of Dominique Wilkins' career, the Atlanta Hawks trade him to the Los Angeles Clippers. This isn't the Clippers that you know now. You know, you got Kawhi and, and Paul George, and they're really good. This isn't even the Lob City Clippers with Chris Paul and Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, these were the, the the Clippers were like the Knicks are now, just a laughing stock. They were perennial losers. Dominique Wilkins got traded to the perennial losing Clippers for Danny Manning. So, as a Hawks fan, my fandom was was ruined. Um, you you look if if you've seen the two play, Dominique Wilkins for Danny Manning. It's just an insult to Dominique Wilkins. YouTube both of them for you youngsters who don't know, and you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, Danny Manning was just until a few weeks ago the coach of Wake Forest. That's always what I think of first when I think about Danny Manning. Look, great career at Kansas. I remember watching that title, but I also saw you get traded for my dude, Dominique Wilkins. That's why I'm no longer a Hawks fan to this day. So. I digress. Danny Manning was Olivier Saar's head coach, and he's the one that really helped Olivier Saar develop into the player that he is, who has put himself in a position to be on Kentucky's roster now, who made him uh, a real, legit center 
a real legit big man with big man moves back to the basket moves Danny Manning should get credit for all of that for helping Sar be desirable to Kentucky now that Sar is wanting to leave Wake Forest but I still can't get over that trade as you can tell now Manning leaves Manning is shown the door the new coach is one that you know, we as Kentucky fans are familiar with as well. Steve Forbes is now the new head coach at Wake Forest. He was most recently, his last stop before Winston-Salem was at East Tennessee State. You know, got the head coaching job there, did well, had some good teams, had some good seasons, but most Kentucky fans would probably be most familiar with him or remember seeing him as an assistant coach for Bruce Pearl in Tennessee when Bruce Pearl was there in Knoxville. And Bruce Pearl had kind of turned Tennessee around, got Tennessee good, had them becoming a thorn in Kentucky side, had them rising in the SEC ranks. Steve Forbes was an assistant coach for Bruce Pearl. He also uh, was an assistant uh, under Billy Gillespie as well. Um, so he's familiar with Kentucky. Kentucky is familiar with him. you know. And now he gets an opportunity to step up to a bigger job. Did a great job at East Tennessee State University. Step on into the ACC. Uh, take over Wake Forest. And... The hype video where he gets the job or accepts the job, him and the AD, John Curry. John Curry was at Tennessee back then you know, as well uh, when Tennessee was having Bruce Pearl and, and, and all that after the Mike Hamilton situation. John Curry was Tennessee's AD for a brief minute. So that connection, you can kind of see how the dots connected for them to reconnect at Wake Forest. They're in the gym. Both of them have their mask on. John Curry is asking Steve Forbes if they're going to graduate players. And yeah, are we going to hang some more banners in here? Yeah, that's what we came to do. They go to shake hands and Steve Forbes rips the mask off and slams it down. Let's go Deacon Nation. Let's get this done. It was hilarious. So we already had that. Move on right from that to him being interviewed on a radio show in Winston-Salem, kind of making his appeal to Olivier Saar. You know, you've worked hard and you've got an opportunity to earn this prestigious degree from Wake Forest. Why would you want to transfer and graduate from a place like Kentucky? And then, of course, oh, there me no disrespect. That was the shot. That was what created the buzz. It's pandemic. Everybody's hunkered down at home. No games to talk about. So that's going to be like the topic in the news because there's, you know, no sports, nothing going on. Steve Forbes says that. Why do you want to go to a place like Kentucky? That's like when you say you people. You know, the record player skips to a stop. You people, a place like Kentucky, of course, everybody's going to take exception to that. 
So, of course, that happened. Olivier Sar transfers to Kentucky anyway. To me, <laughs> it backfired. Sar might have been coming anyway. But if you're a parent, you can probably relate to what I'm about to say. We've all been kids, whether we have grown up to have kids or not. Probably still relate to what I'm about to say. When you tell your child not to do something, especially if they're younger, they're six, seven, eight, that just might even apply when they're teenagers as well. But you know, you know, don't do that, don't touch it, or leave it alone. That kind of sets the wheels in motion to where that child is gonna want to do whatever you just told them not to do. Steve Forbes says, you know, why want to transfer to a place like Kentucky? To me, that might have been, <clears throat> excuse me, the straw that broke the camel's back. That might have been the thing that made Star say, okay, I'm definitely going to Kentucky. Uh, maybe he was coming anyway. Maybe Steve Forbes didn't make a difference either way. We'll never know. But Kentucky fans are happy that Olivier Saar is now going to be a cat. The question is, will he be eligible? You know, he's going to apply for the waiver. Will he be able to play right off the bat? Hopefully it won't be history repeating itself with another Enos Cantor situation. Um, there's some people, some analysts out there that think it's you know, a no-doubt lock that he will be eligible due to the circumstances of you know Danny Manning's departure. Others who aren't really as confident and with the NCAA, look, we all know how they are, so you, you can't rest easy until you find an answer one way or another. But you had sorry, now a cat, Steve Forbes throwing his little shade. Um, and that, of course, we had last week in episode one, shade from an unexpected source, the SEC Network with their Terry Wilson shade with the video compilation, uh, Terry being sacked, Terry uh, being hit for a loss, Terry being hit as he throws a pass. The SEC Network did apologize, so to their credit, give them credit for that. But for them, representing the entire conference, that was something they shouldn't have done. It was in poor taste. Uh, it's not a good look. The statement was, quote-unquote, it'll kind of be handled. So, you know, translation, some intern that we let run our Twitter account, uh, and we're about to chew them a new one because they shouldn't have done that. Uh, so, not saying that every episode will have connections or something like that, you know, as far as shade or whatever happens. We, we're going to go with the flow with the news as it comes, but last week, the SEC Network shades Kentucky. This week, Steve Forbes takes his little shot, and um, just talking points in both instances. <clears throat> and with nothing going on, definitely going to talk about them. They're going to last and linger a lot longer than you would have expected them to. But uh, that's kind of the way it is until the season resume, till the games get going once again. And 
from that standpoint, Kentucky, excuse my voice, I got a little frog in my throat. Yeah, Kentucky's going to have students back on campus in August. Uh, other schools have kind of mentioned that as well. You definitely couldn't see games taking place with or without fans until you had students on campus. That just, you know, isn't logical to try to, to play when you can't even have class. So you just had to have to see what happens on a minute-to-minute basis. You know, there's still places where the curve isn't being flattened all the way and things are opening back up. Is there going to be a second wave? You know, like I said, we're still in uncharted waters. Nobody knows. Uh, still got to stay healthy as possible. And don't let the optimism or eagerness overrule the practicality of, of how to handle things. So you know, we'll see what happens going forward. Hopefully, look, everybody wants to see the numbers go down and the virus not spread and, and health return. So you just got to play it all by ear and, and continue to monitor things. And no doubt that's what those who are in those positions to make those decisions will have to do. So uh, have those couple of things we definitely did want to make sure we talked about. Um, from a Yahtzee standpoint, mentioned that we had a, a couple football commitments that we want to talk about as well. Kentucky continuing to uh, keep the borders up around the state. Uh, just got a commitment from running back Lavelle Wright from North Harden in Ratcliffe, Kentucky. You know, it's Andre Woodson territory. And, you know, you hear the term a combo guard. You know, is he a point guard? Is he a shooting guard? Lavelle Wright probably best be described as a combo back. He's got the power. He's got the speed. He can give you a little bit of wiggle. He can give you a little bit of north-south. He can catch out the backfield. Uh, so cool to see him go ahead and make his commitment to Kentucky. Khalil Saunders, strong side defensive end out of Huntsville, Alabama, uh, is added to the ranks as well. Those two commitments happened since we were on last for episode one. So, you know, it still blows my mind the, the type of talent that Kentucky is able to get recruiting the upgrade and types of players that they are consistently getting, you know, keeping a lot of the good Kentucky kids in Kentucky, making Ohio a big part of Kentucky, and that's continued to reap benefits for Coach Stoops and his staff. So lots of fun discussions, lots of great things continuing to go on. Uh, another fun episode for episode two. Definitely hope y'all continue to check out the show. Definitely appreciate it. Once again, hit us up on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher. and go straight to the site at Believe.com and get every single episode there as well. If you want to advertise on the show, go to Believe.com and contact uh, everybody there as well. But we have always had a ton of fun. Looking forward to doing it again on episode three. This is Vinny Hardy. This has been another episode of the Believe in Kentucky podcast on the Believe Podcast Networks, the number one episode for professionals. Y'all take care. We'll see y'all soon. Thanks for listening. 
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.